Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, and thank you for tuning into the TakeCast, brought to you by the GSMC Sports Network. We've got a great show for you guys today. Um, we'll be covering the... NFL playoff games that will be happening this weekend, the Chiefs versus the Ravens and the Lions versus the uh, 49ers. Then we'll be talking about um, Bill Belichick and then John Cena. And make sure you stick around for later in the show when we will be diving into our oddities of the day. Um, before we start, I'd like to ask you that you like and follow the show. Also, we get a number of questions from the viewers that come in during the show, so to ensure that your questions get read on air, I ask that you use the tips and donations link. Um, the tips and donation link is streamelements.com slash slash tip. This will put your question at the top of the list so that I can see it, and it also just really helps the show. As always, I am your co-host, Faith. And Hello, Miss Faith. Then we have Tate. <laughs> All right. And how are you doing? Oh, I am happy it's a Friday. My day, <laughs> my my days have been so packed. I think my shortest day that I've been working or at the studio or anything has been, I think 12 hours has been my shortest day this week. Yeah. So I've been I putting am. in mostly 16 hour days. <laughs> I am very excited. It's Friday. I have a nap scheduled for myself today that I'm very, very excited about. Did you just, you are scheduling naps? I have to schedule everything in my life now. It's just so busy. So I have, <laughs> I have oh. my day planned out hour by the hour now. Okay. Can I, okay. I, actually, I'm going to, I was thrown for a loop by the fact that you scheduled naps, but then after I was thrown for a loop, then I got jealous. I'm the guy, I don't sleep. I get probably three hours of sleep a night, sometimes four. So, and I, and I, it's impossible for me to nap. And I've been that way since I was a teenager. I can't, I love sleep. Sleep is one of my favorite things to do, honestly. <laughs> wow. We are so so polar opposites in everything. <laughs> That's why we're the perfect team. We're so opposite. All righty. Well, let's just go ahead and dive into what we will be talking about today. Um, this weekend, we have the uh, championship games. Uh, the AFC and NFC championship. We got the Chiefs versus the Ravens and the Lions versus the 49ers. Um. I guess let's start off with the Chiefs and the Ravens. Uh, apparently, All right. Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson will be making even more history on Sunday. Um, 
uh, Lamar Jackson, it hasn't been decided yet, but it is more than likely that he will be getting the MVP this year. So that's a, that's a done deal. Not, yeah. not decided. It is already <laughs> locked in stone. So Patrick Mahomes, who already has two MVPs, um, Lamar Jackson will have two MVPs as well. So they will be playing against each other with two MVPs. Yes. I mean, it's in my opinion, this is my opinion, the best two quarterbacks in the NFL without question, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. I put, you know, Patrick Mahomes in my, as is the, the best quarterback in NFL could be arguably, if not the best quarterback in NFL, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, the fact that he has such a, he's, he hasn't been in the league that long. He's been in there long enough, but he is definitely, if I, when I look at my greatest quarterbacks of all time and I start going through my top 10, Patrick Mahomes is already on my top 10 list for the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Lamar, Lamar is not on that level, but Lamar Jackson can do things that nobody else can do. Uh, Similar to Michael Vick, but a much more efficient passer, uh, you know, run the game a lot more. Vick was very dynamic. Uh, Lamar is dynamic plus everything, everything you want in a quarterback plus the the running and playmaking abilities, which makes it amazing. So what else are you going to add before I, I dive in there a little bit more? Um, yeah, I definitely agree that Patrick Mahomes is one of the best NFL quarterbacks ever. I mean, he has been with the Chiefs for six seasons now, right? Six or seven, something like yeah. that, yes. Um, and he's they've gone to the AFC Championship six times since Patrick Mahomes has been there. So oh, Here's a crazy stat, and this one I'm, I'm almost positive this is correct. Patrick Mahomes in seven years, I think he has 14 playoff wins or something around there. The Cardinals, who have been who have been a team in the NFL for 107 years, have exactly the same amount of playoff wins. One is a team who's been around for 107 years, and the other one is a quarterback who's only been in the league for seven years. That is nuts that he has already equaled the Cardinals' entire playoff history. That's how great Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah, and he has also, he has two Super Bowl rings as well. And the Cardinals have zero. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, I was about to say, and I'm like, well, let me make sure. Like, yeah, they have no, they have zero Super Bowl rings. So, um with this game, I keep going back and forth, and I'm like, who's going to win this game for me? Uh, you cannot, you can just, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Kansas City Chief, it's it's Kelsey, it's Andy Reid. And I see that, and I see that defense, and I'm like, you cannot count them out. This is, this is a slug match here. This is, this is two Titans playing against each other. Uh, but when I look at, uh, the, the Ravens, I look at a team 
I feel like it's their it's their year. It's their team, their, the team of destiny. Uh, Lamar, his best year passing. He's you know he's he's doing things that no one else could could do. Coming off of a crazy off season where he had a really public battle for getting his contract, which as I mentioned before, they had put him up. So the fact that anyone could actually make an offer and get him, and the fact that uh, he ended up staying with the Ravens. He ended up uh, not only going back to the Ravens, winning, winning at an incredible clip, winning the MVP, and he's now one game from the Super Bowl is is just amazing. Um, I look at it and I start. So you start matching things up, and I start going down the line coaching. Andy Reid, Harbaugh, I give that a push. I think they have both amazing coaches. Defense, I love the Kansas City defense. I love the Ravens defense. That's a push. Uh, Quarterbacks, no one's done it better this year than Lamar. It's Patrick Mahomes. That's a push. I think these two teams match up so well maybe one of the best matchups in, in playoff history, in my opinion, as far as closely matched up. And so I take, I'm taking the Ravens to win this strictly on the fact that the Ravens are home. Uh, the problems that Kansas City, which has seemed to rectify it once the playoffs got here, where Kansas City has, has had this problem where the receivers are dropping, dropping passes and things of that nature. Uh and the fact that Baltimore is at home, I am leaning that way. It's going to be interesting. Would would I be shocked if the 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 the, the horn sounds and Kansas City has won, and the Kelsey boys are doing snow angels out in the confetti on the on the confetti and on the on the field drinking beers? It would not shock me if they if if Kansas City won but I am leaning toward uh, the Ravens. What about you? Um, I think the other day I said the Ravens, but now uh-huh. I'm kind of like flip <laughs> See, that's the reason why I asked numerous times during the week, mm-hmm. because especially this matchup, because you, you start thinking about it and you're like, Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, all oh, the Andy Reid, the defense. And you're like, how do you bet against Kansas City? Mm-hmm. defending champions, everything else. It's like, how do you bet against Kansas City? But then you start looking at the Ravens. So I've flip-flopped a couple of times myself. So I understand why you would be yeah. like, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just for me because um, the Chiefs have been to the AFC Championship game six times um i know and mahomes has two super bowl rings and he's just a really really good quarterback so handles pressure amazingly everything so i think i'm leaning more towards the chiefs now oh Um, you shifted okay ever though um there is a wild card um, in the AFC, that Mark Andrews may come back and is one of the best tight ends in the NFL. So, there's been rumors. Okay, I, I like I don't really look at that as, as that doesn't sway my opinion either no. way. 
I look at it as it's going to be, you know, it's, it's the playmakers. When I start thinking about the playmakers, Hey, it's Kansas city and Kansas city has a lot of playmakers or a number of playmakers where Kelsey, they have a decent running game, uh, Patrick Mahomes and what he can do. And, but then when you start thinking about playmakers, I don't think about the Ravens as being loaded with playmakers, but I look at the Ravens as a team that has the ultimate playmaker, the, the, the team that if you take the pass, Lamar can literally kill you with his feet. Lamar can literally kill you with his arm. And if he's having a good day, he'll kill you with both. He'll mix it up and he'll kill you with both. And Harbaugh can, can design a scheme that can really just cause problems. Also, that Ravens offense can really keep uh, the Kansas City Chiefs defense off the field, which is kind of the best way to handle them. Slow the game down, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field by controlling the time of possession, and that's a winning formula. Well, it definitely is going to be a really interesting game to watch for sure. Um, I think it's supposed to rain as well. I think I read that it's supposed to rain during this game, so we'll see how. And the rain would be a factor. That would yeah. that would definitely change. That would definitely see even with the rain. I don't even know who I lead with on that one. It's so close. <laughs> it is very <laughs> close. Yeah. All right. So. Well, moving on to the Lions versus the Forty ers uh, you already know who I want for this game. <laughs> for for people who haven't listened before, uh, you know, we have, we covered the Lions yesterday as well, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So we won't be hitting the Lions real hard, but Faith is going with the rest of America. They want that Cinderella story yes. where the Detroit Lions finally, you know, break through to the other side, let's say, Mm -hmm. and make it to the Super Bowl, that would be absolutely nuts if that happened. Uh, My heart tells me I would love to see that happen. Mm -hmm. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah. But uh, when I start looking at it, my head tells me there's too many things stacked against them. There's too many weapons on the offensive side with the 49ers. There's too many weapons uh, on the defensive side. Uh, when you start looking at it, a lot of times your 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 bell cows, your 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 elite all star players make all star make all star moments and all star plays at the biggest time. And when you start thinking about that. Who has the most all-star players? It's the 49ers. I got the 49ers. I got, the, let's say, if I was going to give a game, uh, let's say 27-14, I'm taking, I'm taking the Niners. Uh, I didn't give a, a score. Let's say if I'm going to give a score for that uh, Baltimore-Kansas City game, 2735 uh Baltimore uh 
I don't I don't expect you to give a score there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's kind of the direction I'm headed. What do you say? Well, I don't know, because, I mean, the 49ers versus the Packers game was kind of a lot closer than it should have been. Yeah, a lot closer than it should have been. So I feel like that gives the Lions a little bit of a chance because of how the 49ers played with the Packers. Oh, I now I agree. If if the 49ers come out and play the way they played with the Packers and they let the Detroit Lions build momentum or get a lead and get out front, it will be it, it's going to be an interesting night. And Man, I would love to be wrong on this one. I would love to come in here on Monday and be tra- celebrating like uh like Jason Kelsey, maybe without <laughs> I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep my shirt on. <laughs> I'm not gonna have Bud Light. I'll have a monster over here. Faith will have her uh hamburger, not hamburger, but uh what is it? What is the, the what is his name, by the way? He's you the know- I have no clue. He's a though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it but was I, a hamburger. It's not, I guess. No, the hamburger is the little short guy. He mm. steals cheeseburgers. And the guy, the cop, he is, he's like a quarter pounder or something like that. <laughs> but I don't I don't know what his name is. So if anyone knows, you can put it in the comments because I have no <laughs> clue what that guy's name is. So anyway, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm also very excited to watch this game as well. Um, like uh, 48 states, I'm with the Detroit Lions, and I will be rooting for them on Sunday. I'm very, now, very excited. Since you started doing this show, does it not make this game a lot more interesting? No, it, it definitely does. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, I've watched football, and I enjoy watching football, but now that I'm doing, like, more extensive research on stuff before the games, it's it makes watching the games a lot more fun and a lot more interesting. So, I mean... Yeah, it definitely does change. It's, it's kind yeah. of like... Like fantasy football changes where teams that you'd be like just watching it in the background, mm-hmm. you start playing fantasy football and you're like, oh, that's my guy. And next thing you know, you're you're paying attention so much more. I still don't understand fantasy football. But maybe we'll get there. <laughs> don't don't tell the audience that. <laughs> maybe we'll get there one day. Alrighty, guys. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be talking about uh, Bill Belichick. So stay tuned. Alrighty, guys, welcome back. Earlier, we were covering uh, the Chiefs and the 49ers and the, nope, sorry, wrong, Chiefs and, Chiefs and the Ravens and Lions and the 49ers. I'm like, wait a minute, you got a time machine? You already know what the Super Bowl is? Uh, no, yeah, I, was I hope thinking. I didn't. Go ahead, what are you going to say? No, and I hope I didn't just jinx <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you just took what's true in your true heart is that Chiefs and 49ers Super Bowl is what you're thinking. No, I was I was thinking as I was watching you in between the break, I was a little envious because uh, the break music. I actually like that song that's playing. And I noticed it over years like bobbing your head. (laughs) But on my side, I can't hear it. So I see you bobbing your head, and I know what song you're bobbing your head to. And I was like, <laughs> I need to hear this too. <laughs> oh, 
Alrighty, guys. Well, we're going to dive into our second segment. But before we do that, I just want to remind you that if you like the show and you want to send us a comment, uh, you can do that at streamelements.com uh, slash gsmcsportsnetwork.tip. Um, these tips and donations really help us out, and it just also helps us see your uh, comment. But anyway, let's go ahead and dive into the second segment. Um, Bill Belichick. And whether or not he will be coaching at all in 2024. Um, I I've said this. All right, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna let you go. For, I'm gonna let you keep on going here. I, I want to hear all of it right now. Uh, most teams, including the New England Patriots, probably would sign on for hiring Bill Belichick uh, for head coach. Um, a week ago, Belichick appeared destined to land with the Falcons, but his move to Atlanta was reportedly had lost momentum, and the Falcons had scheduled interviews with other high-profile candidates. Which the Falcons have hired a coach already. They did yes, they last just yes. hired a. Uh, uh, Raheem Morris for their mm-hmm. head coaching position. So the question is, will Belichick even coach at all in 2024? I'm going to say this. I am not surprised by this. I have been saying this ever since they started talking about uh, Belichick leaving the Patriots. I would not be surprised if he does not get a job. I thought the best opportunity for him to get a job was actually uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And when he talked about no interest in going and working in the Philadelphia market, I'm like, bad decision. I don't think they're going to, uh, I don't think there's going to be any offers for him at all. Everyone looks at Belichick and says, the greatest coach of all time. And if you gave me my rankings for the greatest coaches, coaches of all time, you still, you you can't throw away the record book. The record book states he's the greatest coach of all time. He's not my greatest coach of all time. And if I was, if I was just ranking on purely on skill, on record and what he's accomplished, he's number one. But I remember, I'm a little older. I remember when he was with the Browns and losing season after losing season. He did not do well in Cleveland. He got let go. Then I, you know, you look at him since Tom Brady has left an outright disaster. Some of the decisions that he has made as a coach and general manager, the biggest, most glaring one of all is, and this has been kind of slipped out uh, with Robert Kraft and one of the things that they say really killed his 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 ending in New England. He was convincing them that Brady was done. Brady was washed. We need to get rid of Brady. We wanted to get rid of Brady. Brady. He wanted to get rid of Brady for Jimmy G. Bad decision. Said, we're done. He wanted him gone and he brought in Cam Newton. Then he uh, got rid of Cam Newton, brought in Mac Jones. Mac Jones started out great. Hey, he made the Pro Bowl. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. We lost our offensive coordinator. I have a rookie quarterback that's just getting accustomed to the NFL. 
I know what I'll do. I'll make a defensive coordinator an offensive coordinator. One of the worst decisions any coach could make. The NFL is an offensive league, and you want you want uh, a head of an organization to be an offensive mastermind. And what you're going to do is promote a defensive coordinator and make him the offensive coordinator. And then you look at their record this year, they were a dumpster fire. You look at what he's done before Brady, you look at how he's ran the organization and what he has done after Brady, abject failure. Can he put together a defense? Absolutely. But some of his decisions have not been great. I have not been, I, I don't look at him as, as a great candidate. Then you mix in the fact that if you're the Atlanta Falcons or you're the Carolina Panthers and you're trying to rebuild your organization and you're looking for a coach to pair up your, your quarterback that you're going to draft this year or your franchise, young franchise quarterback that you want to bring in and you want to pair them together for the next decade. A 70-something-year-old Bill Belichick is not the guy. Then you say, if you're going to go young, if there's going to be a youth movement, do you look at Bill Belichick and says, that's a guy that gets millennials. That's the man I want to pair up with the millennials. Absolutely not. If you're thinking long-term, no way. That's why if you'd have told me the Cowboys got rid of their coach or Philadelphia got rid of their coach, they're in, those two teams are in win-now mode. The next season, 2024, 2025 season, then absolutely. Bill Belichick, you already have all the offensive play pieces in place. You need someone just to right the ship. I think he's perfect for those two jobs. The other jobs, no way. Now, there is, here's a crazy concept that has been sneaking out there a little bit. And I've been hearing a little bit of rumblings of this. What happens at the end of this season if Andy Reid retires? Now, if Andy Reid retires, and this is, I'm not the only person that has been, uh, I've been hearing this and seeing it uh, on numerous stations, numerous articles, there is some speculation that Andy Reid is looking at possibly, especially if he wins a Super Bowl, hanging it up. If if Andy Reid retired, and if you were Kansas City and you were saying like, hey, we need, we're in a win now mode, maybe I would take a look at, at Bill Belichick. But then again, I would still try to find, I would promote from within, and keep that the you know the culture that's going on so personally i wouldn't hire even if andy reed's retired i promote one of the coordinators before i promoted him but there is some talk that maybe they would look at a bill belichick just kind of throwing that out there a little bit well, um, a big part of the reason why Belichick did not get the Atlanta Falcons job is because uh, the Falcons were fearful of giving too much power to Belichick, who could blow out coaching and front office staffs and remake them as he sees fit. 
So I think the Falcons were afraid that he was just going to run him into the ground, and that is part of the main reason why Belichick did not get that job. Belichick, you know, if he went to Atlanta, I think Belichick would want total control. And I don't know, but I could see Atlanta being very comfortable with their back office people, their front office people. And Belichick would definitely want to bring in, I think he would want to bring in in a complete new team, a complete new staff. And that's a very uncomfortable thing. A team like Atlanta, a team like Carolina, I think could be possible. I mean, maybe they need it. Carolina definitely needs an overhaul. And I would be pro that another organization that has a position available uh, the Seahawks, but the Seahawks who had um, Pete Carroll, their whole thing was they re- they got rid of Pete Carroll because they want to go younger. Why would you go with a guy that's just as old as Pete Carroll? So the Seahawks is absolutely out. Uh, a guy who may like, you know, a guy that doesn't want to set out because he's already in the 70s may have to set out an extra year. I think what's going to tend to happen is unless something crazy happens where let's say an Andy Reid retires or something crazy happens on the offseason, don't be surprised if you don't see in uh Bill Belichick in the broadcast booth. And he has he apparently has a great personality. It'd be weird to see uh Belichick in the broadcast booth. Which can you picture it? He's a crusty old, crusty old yeah. Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an interesting looking man. That's for sure. <laughs> I am not even going to elaborate on it at all. Well, have you seen like some of the stuff that he wears to like interviews and stuff? He doesn't well, dress very nice or anything like that. He, listen, he is not going to get that GQ sponsorship deal. I admit that he is not, he's not going to be, he's not going to get a GQ or Armani sponsorship deal. No, but I was watching a thing. I think it was like NFL network or, or some show. And they were talking about, there was a, there was a video, like a ring doorbell video of Bill Belichick walking around his yard with his shirt off. And I guess, I guess he's a pretty Jack guy. I guess he's, Still in pretty good shape or something. I I I don't know, uh, but I I don't I don't see a lot of the ladies in the neighborhood like oh my god Bill's running around in the front yard again with his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I don't see that happening. But I am not shocked that he's hasn't he, that he may end up without a job. Uh, to see a situation where Pete Carroll wants to coach. And he's going to end up most likely without a job. Bill Belichick wants to coach and he may not end up with a job. Uh, That just doesn't seem like that would be possible, but it is what it's, it is what it is. Well, there still is some time for Belichick to get a job, but it seems like it's coming down to crunch time. So I guess... We'll the, the teams, the teams that have uh, job openings, haven't even interviewed them or even reached out to them. Mm-hmm. So, 
I guess we'll see if what Tate says, Christy. <laughs> Christy Belichick gets a job or not. Wow. That's, I do not want my name attached to Krusty Belichick. He Krusty, said, and Krusty I checks. quote. <laughs> oh, right, that's guys. It's the new cereal, Krusty Checks. Krusty Checks. Gosh. All right, guys. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive into John Cena and him retiring from the WWE. Can't see me. <laughs> All righty, guys. Welcome back. Uh, earlier, we were talking about Bill Belichick and whether or not he will be coaching in 2024. And now we are going to be discussing John Cena and him saying that his retirement is coming soon. Okay. When... And I'll let you dive into this a little bit more, Faith. But when you told me this was one of the subjects we're going to talk about, and I'm like, isn't he already retired? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you want to elaborate some more, go right ahead. Yeah. Um, so John Cena, I understand where you would think that you thought that he was already retired. But John Cena did say that he does do at least one um, competition a year so he's kind of got his foot out of the pool but not both feet out quite yet um, but John Cena says he is ready to say goodbye to wrestling for good and is teasing that the time will be before he hits the age of 50 um, and Cena is currently 46 uh, he said quote that's not a maybe that time is going to come and it's going to come soon uh, John Cena made his WWE uh, appearance in 2002, and so he's been in it for 22 years now. Okay. I'm calling shenanigans on all of it. Absolute, flat-out shenanigans. And here is the reason why. Rustlers don't retire. <laughs> <laughs> Rustlers do not retire. I watched Ric Flair's last match. This is it for Ric Flair. Now you can turn on the TV and go to AEW and see Ric Flair and Sting out there. I remember I thought Jimmy Valiant, the boogie woogie man, that's a long time ago. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm happy to say I thought he had passed. And I, th I mean, I hadn't seen Jimmy Valiant since I was like a kid. And then a couple years ago, Jimmy Valiant is talking about his, his Jimmy Valiant's last match. And he was like mid-70s. Uh, wrestlers, Mae Young wrestled till she was like 80. Mula in her 70s. Wrestlers keep disappearing and coming back, disappearing and coming back. He says he's 46. I mean, he's, he's 46. He's going to retire but then there'll be a Royal Rumble match in 2035 and everyone will be like, you can't see him. It's old, crusty, old John Cena. <laughs> crusty again. <laughs> it's going to come out. He's going to be all fat and bloated. He's going to have to crawl through the ropes because there's always going to be the nostalgia effect of everyone loves to see their old heroes come back. So in some way, somehow... A wrestler really does come back. 
Um, I watched Edge have his last match in the WWE, and I see him now in AEW. Telly Blanchard, he was he Blanchard was gone years ago. He's in AEW. Our uh, truth gone comes back. Rustlers go come. They say they're done. They're gonna retire. The Rock has been done. Now he's gonna be wrestling most likely in WrestleMania. The celebrity factor and bringing back the the nostalgic fighter, the nostalgic star is just too good to pass up. It's gonna be you're gonna you're gonna see. Mark my word. It's gonna be sixty five year old John Cena, and he's gonna be in the ring with his walker, saying you can't see him, and it's like you can't see his ARP card. That's what you can't see, <laughs> but he's going to be there. <laughs> Oh gosh, that was so funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, Ray. Well, I'm thinking maybe that he's saying he's going to retire right now because John Cena is kind of getting more into the movie industry than he is with WWE. He was just recently in the Barbie movie, and I'm not quite sure of the movie name, but he's currently working on another set right now too so i'm wondering if that is like playing a factor into it as well and he wants to spend oh, yes. more time acting i agree with this yes he is his acting uh, is becoming more of his mainstay same with roman reigns everyone knows the rock is the biggest star in the world so we already we understand the rock but i'm going to use this as an example the bigger star The Rock has become, the more the WWE wants to have him come in. Now, The Rock, the biggest name in, in one of the, if not one of the biggest names in movies, one of the biggest names in, in wrestling. What was the big announcement? Rock is now on the board of TKO. They gave him his name back. They're planning, they're, they're working on trying to get him to be fight for the head of the table and w at, at WrestleMania. This proves my point even more. The, the stronger, the better actor that John Cena becomes, the more they're going to want him to come back. If John Cena is the leading man and the biggest star in the world and it's 2035 and they're like, Ooh, we could have, we could have a, John Cena come out and manage so-and-so uh, at WrestleMania and have him come in and drop an elbow on somebody. He's going to be involved at some way, somehow, at some point. Same with Roman Reigns. So. Well, I'm also a little curious if, because a couple days ago we talked about how WWE Raw will be moving to Netflix next year. I'm curious um, if this is also playing a part into why John Cena says he's retiring. As well. no, I don't. I don't think that would have anything to do with it. This would be the opposite. That contract with Netflix has just brought so much money to the WWE. The WWE is about to do big business. They've sold uh, even like there was some pretty 
horrific allegations put against Vince McMahon just that just recently came out. And I don't, I'm not going to really go into those. And there's some Brock Lesnar implications with it. We don't know how true this is. Everyone deserves their day and deserves their day, whether in court, public opinion, whatever it is. But the WWE is moving on. Whether it's Vince McMahon fading away, Brock Lesnar fading away, the WWE is this giant snowball that is growing. And their, and their cousin, the UFC, is growing. Both of those organizations owned by TKO is doing big business. And when you're doing big business and you're selling out arenas and you're selling out massive pay-per-views, how do you, you're always looking to get bigger and better. It's like the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is big. Who's going to be the halftime show? It has to get bigger and better, bigger and better. When you look around and you say, John Cena is starting to do movies. John Cena as a movie star is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. John Cena, they will eventually want to say, we want to bring our own guy, one of our homegrown talents. And no one's more of a homegrown talent than John Cena and The Rock. Bring him in. So don't be surprised if you don't see a John Cena one day on the board, just like The Rock, making decisions, being a part of it, because those are homegrown talents that they want to keep in the family, and they always have. That is true, and um, I'm pretty sure this interview came out the same time that Netflix announced that they would be um, partnering with WWE Raw. So now I'm going to... I wonder if John Cena is going to take back what he said about retiring since he would make a lot more money with WWE now because Netflix is taking it over. Now he'll, he'll I mean, as far as he, as far as I'm concerned, and I think most wrestling fans, he is retired now and has been retired, but retired stars always come back for that one offer. Hulk Hogan, he was 752 and a half years old. He's out there trying to do another match. <laughs> He's up there wrestling in WrestleMania. Was people were caring, you know, and, and the rest, wrestling is one of those things where even when a guy is old, you can partner him with another guy that's a great worker. And a great worker can make anyone uh, look good. So even when they get older, they get a little slower, you can still partner him up. Like with Ric Flair's last match in the WWE, it was with Shawn Michaels. It was an entertaining match. Ric Flair even talks about how, listen, he was worthless out there, but John, I mean that, but uh, Shawn Michaels made him look good. You're always gonna have that, whether, you know, you use celebrity factor. You've had Donald Trump get in the ring. You've had Floyd Mayweather get in the ring. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Snooki from Jersey Shore. You're I always gonna do that. that. <laughs> oh, she did. Actually, she blew my mind when she did. She did this little backflip thing. I didn't think she. Could, I didn't even think she was capable of touching her toes, and she did this whole like pirouette thing to blew my mind. Oh my god! So, I'm gonna have to YouTube that. I did not know yeah. Snooki was in. That's she did. She was in. She did one match. That's what I mean. There's always for WrestleMania, there will always be room for that celebrity 
uh, match that celebrity guy to come in. And so he'll never, I, I just don't believe he'll retire. Well, I guess I'll look forward to in 20 years seeing old John Cena back at it again. <laughs> with his, you know, and, and then when he says you can't see me, you'll believe him because he'll be old and see now. And he really won't know what the hell he's doing anyway. <laughs> Woo. Um, <laughs> well, guys, with that, we are going to take a quick little break. And when we come back, of course, we will be diving into our oddities of the day. Alrighty guys, welcome back. Earlier we were discussing John Cena and him discussing that he will be retiring soon. Um, but Tate really disagrees with that. Um, now, Just a little bit. <laughs> now we are going to be diving into our oddities of the day. Got some, right. some interesting ones again as always. I'm loving it. Okay. Um, so... I believe this was yesterday, sometime late last night. Um, a baby was born in a McDonald's parking lot last night. Um, That's the, the, okay. I, I get, okay, I'm gonna keep on going. Keep on going. Let me hear it. Um, a baby impatient to meet the world was born in the parking lot of Wisconsin's McDonald's when his parents weren't able to get to the hospital in time. Um, the mother, who was 25, said she initially thought her contractions were Braxton Hicks or false labor, so she ignored them and tried to go to sleep, but moments later, her water broke. Baby Micah was born at 8 pounds and 6 ounces. The couple said they have been calling him Little McFlurry in honor of his birthplace and the snowy weather. <laughs> I like the name, Flurry. Take the mick off. His name, his nickname was Flurry. <laughs> yeah, but like imagine having to explain people like why your last name, I mean, your nickname is Flurry, you know? I wouldn't Listen. want to tell people I was born in a McDonald's parking lot. As a kid growing up in a black neighborhood in a black family, everybody has a nickname, but they're not kind. And when you grow up, you look around and it's like big ears, buck teeth. I can't. I can't go to my dad's hometown without someone like, like Rabbit. How you doing? Like because I grew up with buck teeth and big ears. Or, uh, I went to a school. This is so crude. I, I was a great girl, but I went to college with a girl, and everyone called her Dirty Butt. You know, Nick. Oh, yeah. Look at that. truly like you see her like Dirty Butt. How you doing? And I would be mortified. <laughs> and this is college. This is college and everyone called her that. Mm -mm. You know, people, there are worse names than Flurry out there. I guess that's true. Thinky, also, think about some of the names that's, that's out there. Stinky and everything else. Yeah. Also, I, I think... Just, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. What you, I'm, I'm very curious what you have to say. I was just going to say, I can't imagine giving birth in a in a car in a McDonald's parking lot. Like, that is not... With no, like drugs or anything you're just doing that natural in the cold in a car in the parking lot of mcdonald's 
See, I was waiting on you to drop the hammer on this one. I was still waiting for more. I thought you were going to be like, she was in contractions. They were going down the street, headed to the hospital. And she was like, I need a six piece nugget. Pull over, you know. And she had no. to get the nugget and the dipping sauce. And she wasn't going to deliver a baby till she got her six piece. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was expecting you no, to but say. That's hilarious. No, they got stuck. <laughs> I don't know if they were planning to like eat at McDonald's, but they got stuck there because it was, uh, it was in Wisconsin and there was a snowstorm, and so they were stuck. Yeah, of course it was in Wisconsin. Everything weird happens in the Midwest. I don't know what you guys. I'm a Midwest boy. I'm a Midwest boy. (laughs) I don't know what y'all got going on over in the Midwest, but there is just some crazy stuff that. What, you know what? At least this kid was born at McDonald's and he got a cool nickname like Flurry. He's a football player. He's really fast. <laughs> and it's like, oh, there's Flurry down the sidelines. Mm-hmm. But let's say you were born and you were born at Bucky's, <laughs> which is a play. You don't yeah, want to no, be born at Bucky's. I, I, <laughs> I think people would find it more cool that you were born at Bucky's. You ever been to a Bucky's? No. I am like the only person. Like I didn't learn about Bucky's until recently. Yeah, I have one that's about uh, I think it's like an hour and a half away from me, and I went one time uh, coming back from visiting my parents. It is insane. It is insane. What's insane about it? I people. It's literally. It's imagine Walmart if Walmart was a gas station. That's including the fights and everything no. else. Or is that... <laughs> no, it's a little more. It's a little more classy than Walmart, but like it's huge. It's humongous. They have like I think they said like a hundred gas pumps. Apparently, the bathrooms are like a big thing there. I did not go to the bathroom when I went to Bucky's just because I went to Bucky's on Labor Day weekend, and it was absolutely insane i was and i'm claustrophobic and there were so many people there and i was getting so overstimulated with the amount of people that were there running around pushing wait, into out, me. wait wait you have to explain this to me i thought bucky's is like a gas station why is people hanging out at bucky's it is okay so it is a gas station but they have like they they say hey, ma let's go to the bucky's <laughs> that's what people do they they sell so they have like your typical like convenience store stuff on one side of the store but then they sell like homeware t-shirts hats stickers bottle openers they have a whole like barbecue joint inside people love the brisket there that's like the main reason why people go to bucky's is because of the brisket like so they're going there for the barbecue foot massage thing then <laughs> yeah insane and apparently they're their bathrooms is like a really big deal i didn't use the bathrooms but they said bucky's bathrooms are like the cleanest bathrooms they have ever used like they're okay. serious about their clean their bathrooms staying clean. i'm it's it seems weird that i've never even seen a bucky's i've been to every state in the united states except for hawaii and alaska and i've been extensively through pretty much all the continental states and i've never seen a bucky's is it because I'm flying? Are they just off of the highway? For Are they truck stops? What are um, they? Bucky's, mine at least, Bucky's is off of I-75. Don't, don't give don't give too much. I'm you not, end up getting no, some, some, some of... knock people, some people <laughs> delivering Bucky flowers to your house. Be careful on how much you it's give. Off, it's off the interstate where the Bucky's that I've been to, it's off the interstate. 
So, and I think Bucky's, I believe they're more popular in like the southern states in the United States. Okay, so I've spent a like... lot of time in that Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Tennessee area. I've never seen. Are, have they always been around? They've been around for years and years. I I don't know, but I didn't really hear about Bucky's until like the craze of Bucky's that went on like two years ago. So yes, that's when I started seeing Bucky on Bucky's on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And so then I started learning that Bucky's is a big deal and. I and actually have people take it serious. I have a picture with Bucky. Bucky was there <laughs> when I <laughs> Bucky's a person. <laughs> Bucky, well, like a little mascot outfit, you know. I got a picture with Bucky. Bucky was there when I went to Bucky's. Wow. So people yeah. are lining up to take pictures with Bucky. Mm-hmm. I have a Bucky's hat too. <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay, their nuggets are really, really good. I have their cinnamon covered nuggets are delicious. Buck nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Buck nuggets. <laughs> Not meaning to make a play on words. <laughs> Gotta get them buck nuggets. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. This, I wouldn't do it again, sense. though. I wouldn't go so, again. So it was that crowded that you don't want to go back because there yes. were so many people. Yeah, I'll only do it the one time. My parents love Bucky's though like my parents every time they travel and they're going that way they will stop at Bucky's okay I may I will be in the U.S. this summer and there's a chance that I may end up going to that I have family in Alabama Mississippi and part of Georgia and if I go I'll bounce around I if I see a Bucky's Bucky's Listen, if I'm driving down the road and I see a Bucky, I'm throwing a U-turn. I'm pulling in the Bucky's. I'm taking pictures. I'm I'm checking Bucky's out because I've never seen Bucky's. And you know, there's there's no Bucky's here in Europe right now. Yeah. You know, and I'm in I'm in Europe right now. But yeah, um, I gotta no. check out Bucky's. And I feel like P- Bucky's is like the epitome of you know. The United States. <laughs> <laughs> I just you you maybe I gotta try out the Buck Nuggets. I'm just calling them Buck Nuggets. <laughs> they are really good. Get the get the cinnamon ones. The cinnamon ones are great. <laughs> Wait a minute! I thought they were chicken nuggets. No, 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 no. They're like um. You ever had? <laughs> I don't know what you call them. You ever had pirates booty? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they look okay. like. They look like packing uh, peanuts, but they're not packing okay. peanuts. Yes, I do yeah. know. I've seen the pirate booties. I've never had it. I thought yeah. it was popcorn, Mm-mm. but they're more. The pirate booty is more like um, Cheeto puffs, right? Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Okay, so no, I've never, I've never had pirate booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. The... <laughs> This could go so wrong so fast. Oh my god! Anyway, all right. This all started because a lady wanted a six-piece nugget with some extra dipping sauce and had her baby in the parking lot. Yeah, crazy. You see, I just changed the whole story. Uh, Okay, Uh, we got one more story. Um, Sorry, I'm like laughing my butt off over here. No, you're good. Apparently, um, there are cussing parrots at a British zoo. 
Um, officials yes. at a British zoo said a group of infamous foul-mouthed parrots that were isolated from the rest of the flock are being moved with the rest of the chatty birds in hopes of cleaning up their language. <laughs> oh, I know about this. Yeah, the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park famously received five African gray parrots from different owners in 2020, and the new arrivals spent their time in quarantine teaching each other a variety of profanities. <laughs> Although, um, the zoo posted signs warning visitors about the potential for foul language, but they have said that the swearing parrots have actually proven to be popular with the public, so people are enjoying going and seeing the cussing parrots. <laughs> See, sad that I know more about this than I should. This is that I am king of worthless information, and here is some worthless information. First off, birds, they pick up language really easy. They pick up bad words even easier. And if they come from a woman, they can pick them up even more. Like, it's it's easy. Oh, really? I, yes, I have um, a friend of mine who lived in Texas, and she was uh, she was a big... Uh, San Antonio Spurs fan mm -hmm. and her you know she would you would hear the birds say Lakers suck Lakers suck <laughs> all the time it'd be like Lakers suck or and then she had a son and her son Malin would get in trouble and you would hear the bird Malin, and you'd be yelling about Malin <laughs> uh, birds pick stuff up and they run with it and then they just mm -hmm. say it over and over again. And I was just watching something recently, maybe about a week ago, where birds are super social. Mm -hmm. So they set up tablets at different zoos and different places where birds could go online and call other birds. <laughs> See, what? I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm expanding this story. They've so, taught the birds how to use the internet. So the birds figured, like, once they figured out how to do it, they would start calling each other on Facetime, and the birds would start Facetiming other birds. And one bird that never knew how, he was in captivity his whole life, never knew how to fly. Another bird on Facetime taught that bird taught how to fly. <laughs> True what? story. You can look this up. This is a true story. That is. So these birds are FaceTiming each other. They're talking to each other back and forth. They're learning from each other. Like I said, one learned how to fly. All of this. If you can look up, uh, try. I don't know how you what you would look this up, but no. So then they just start FaceTiming each other all the time. And so the, they're because they're super social. So they have to they have to interact and if you have a like don't quote me on this one but if you put a parrot by itself it will get depressed and possibly even die so the more birds you put together even two birds is not enough so they started teaching birds how to how to facetime each other so that they could interact with birds from around the world and so it's this whole flock of birds that are now FaceTiming and talking to each other on tablets and things and learning from each other. Did you, yeah. did you, did you, did you find it? Yeah. 
read some of the article out to the to the audience. So you, you thought it sounded crazy, right? But it 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 does. It's really a thing. Um, once upon a time, Polly just wanted a cracker. Nowadays, Polly might want a Zoom call. Uh, <laughs> a recent study took 18 pet parrots and examined whether video calls could help them fulfill their social needs. Parrots are incredibly socially complex creatures. Yada yada. Birds, the online dating for birds. Um, they taught them to ring a bell, and after which a tablet would be presented. One or two images of fellow parrots would appear on a phone or tablet, and using their beaks or tongues, the parrots would choose. Uh, to see how much the parents actually wanted to spend time on video chats, researchers measured engagement and agency. Um, Do you see that one bird taught another bird how to fly? Uh, not in this article, but if you know, I believe you because I, <laughs> I just found an article where they actually do FaceTime each other, which is insane. Told you, yes, I told you. Why do I know this? This is that worth when you live in a world where I don't sleep <laughs> at all, so I'm up at two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. What else are you going to look at when you get to the end of the internet? That's, but FaceTiming birds. That's also like, um, I believe they have taught uh, a specific ape. I, I don't know if it's a gorilla or not, how to play video games to get rewards to like. Oh, yes. To help like their cognitive thinking and stuff. Like, that is, I, yes. I watched they do video, sign language as well. I watched a video of one of them like playing Minecraft. <laughs> Here's the sad thing about it is, <laughs> if I played Minecraft with that gorilla, he would whoop my butt because I cannot play. <laughs> I can't. I know I. I used to play video games and I was amazing on PlayStation, mm -hmm. and then my wife bought me an Xbox and I never picked up a box. I was like, Nah, I'm done with yeah, it. Yeah, it's hard to like go between the two because I'm a big. I like playing video games, but like. I have a little switch that I play my games on, um, and the buttons are different, like laid out differently than a PlayStation. So, like X on a PlayStation is B, and you'll be using yeah, but A, it, I don't, yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, you're just wired differently. It's hard to transfer those skills between different controllers. <laughs> now, see, this all started. What was the original story? I got you. We went all sidetracked <laughs> on this. Because I told you about birds that are FaceTiming each other and learning to fly and talk and everything. Uh, the parrots swearing in the oh, yes. zoo. Yeah. Now think about this. You put the cussing parrots with those guys. <laughs> you, that is, oh, it's on. <laughs> it is on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Alrighty, guys. Well, that is going to conclude our show. Thank you so much for tuning into the Take Cast brought to you presented by gsmc sports network your support means a lot to us so please remember to subscribe to the show and leave a positive review it really does make a difference uh, we also invite you to follow us on facebook twitter tiktok instagram for more content updates uh thank you once again have a wonderful day and we'll see you guys on monday see ya <laughs>